It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing great. It's, um, we're well into spooky season. It's a be- It's been a beautiful weekend over here. It's been like 70 degrees plus every day. Yeah. Which is very fun when you also got the cool fall colors. So it's, uh, it's all good. I'm, I'm in my element. All good in the neighborhood of being cozy. The cozy neighborhood, as they call it. Yep, that's where I'm living. One, two, three, cozy street. That's where street. I've been all month. Cozy neighborhood, cozy Michigan. Um, do you uh, have you listened to the new Beyonce album? It came out like six weeks ago, but still. Uh, yeah, I've I've listened to some of it. Um, Did you hear the song good. "Cozy"? Is that? I guess I I. You should, I don't know the individual tracks that well, to be it. honest. You should listen to it. It's really good. Since you know you're in cozy season in cozy neighborhood in cozy. Yeah, Michigan. what was the one? What was the one that Nile Rodgers is on one of those, right? Couldn't tell you. I'm going to. I could not tell you. There's a new segment called Thomas Google's Beyonce Producers. <laughs> Tom's Beyonce Discography Corner. Um, studio Albums. Yep, that's right. Man, she was Sasha Fierce. Remember that? She was Sasha Fierce, and now she's Beyonce, everybody's mom. Beyonce is I was Sasha Fierce. <laughs> They should do a Sasha Fierce movie with Beyonce as Sasha Fierce. Okay, Cozy. There's a producer named Honey Dijon on that oh, song. like the mustard. Um, sounds very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where's Nile Rodgers? Cuff It is the song that Nile Rodgers is oh. on. And also Raphael Sadiq. Yeah, that's a really good song, too. That whole album is fantastic. Uh, here, Yeah, it's good. You hear it here first. The new Beyonce album, very good. Yeah. I I thought it was I thought it was good. I liked what I heard. Um yeah. Um it's a lot of there's a lot of really good content these days, such as even the show Survivor, Thomas. Did you watch Survivor 43 last night? Jake, you better believe I did. And I do. I do. Did you see that this week's episode was called Stop with all the niceness? Yeah, enough already. Yeah, I need to see when people start getting real. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, honestly, real world on a beach is all Survivor needs to be. That occasionally you vote people out. Voting people out was the most dramatic thing on the real world, right? Puck, Ashley, and Explosion. Remember that one with her friend from back home, Corey, because she was of racist course. to him. Uh, I, I watched every episode of this. Of course, I remember yeah, it. Who could forget Puck and Ashley? Well, Puck was back in um, the 90s. He was like the first one to get kicked out. And then there were other people yeah, between them. Yeah, who could them. forget that? But then they brought Ashley back, and she's a challenge champion now, and we all love her. Didn't she also get banned from the challenge for a minute? Um, I don't think so. I don't think she was ever banned. Was there, well, there was some sort of controversy about her being racist on that, though, right? That was Camilla. Or was, she being, was she homophobic? Mm, oh, boy. I mean, it's an uh, MTV show that uh, travels in uh, big masculine men doing big masculine things. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if something homophobic happened on that show. I don't remember Ashley ever doing anything homophobic or racist on the actual challenge, though. I just remember her... 
being super racist to Corey on the real world. I don't remember anything. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I definitely remember the Camilla thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all do. And she's not on the show anymore. And she's also never going to be on Survivor, hopefully. Uh, But you know who is? Uh, Cassidy. She recaps the last tribal that Coco went to and then talks to Gio about him voting for her. And he claims it was actually Ryan's idea to put the vote on her. Bad move immediately from Gio. (laughs) Also, didn't Gio not thinking like say he, I think he said he didn't vote for her and she was like, Oh what? So, uh, uh, NECA voted for herself. I think is what she said <laughs> or not. NECA, um, uh, Lindsay voted for mm. herself. Yeah. 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 Uh, both of them think they have the numbers. Of course, only one of them does. And it's not geo. Very funny to watch. Carla and Cassidy have to decide if they want to take out geo or Ryan first. Where where are you at? You love Ryan, so obviously you're you want to take Geo out. I like Ryan. I like Geo okay, but like he did rub me the wrong way when he was being weird about uh, cutting up that coconut. So I think Geo is yeah. probably the one to go. Yeah. Uh, over on Baca, Ellie and Janine go idol hunting, and Janine finds the beware advantage, and it's covered in ants. This was very funny. We all made fun of Mr. G, but look at this. Now this one is covered in ants, and it's a big deal. I wanted to see, because my thought when I saw it was like, oh, that thing's going to be covered in ants. And then I wanted to see how many times that she shook it while she was trying to look at it. And it was like a hundred times. I was very happy to see this. Um, Ellie tells her to open it because uh, they're good and want to take out the Goo Goo doll. Ellie is... I want to see Ellie and Geo get together <laughs> and yeah. want to have an alliance of just delusional. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be fun. The thing with this is I don't understand why. I mean, it worked out for her, but like, how do you tell everyone that you got this idol and you need to get these beats to get it? And basically everybody just voluntarily gives it to you. Like, why? Why did everyone do that? Uh. Because why not? You know? Just be nice. Because you're giving them an idol. Um, what's your question? I'm saying, like, why didn't anyone that knew about it, like, why didn't Sammy or Owen, I guess Owen was like, I, I kind of want to play with them, but kind of wanting to play with them is... The best way to do that is probably not giving someone an immunity idol. I feel like somebody should have withheld their bead. Uh, yeah, I feel like... Sammy tried to get Grimace to take to keep his bead, but didn't have time, apparently, which I don't understand. I guess Ellie was just fast about getting all of them, but I don't know. It just seems. Yeah, you're right. Like at no point could he have gra- pulled him aside and been like, hey, hold on to this bead. Everyone was a little too conflict averse. I just want to yeah. say as, mu- as much as I enjoy the the bit of. um calling Gabler different stuff. I kind of just want to call him Grimace from now on after that. You just want to call him Grimace from now on? No, we should keep doing it, but I'm saying I'm tempted to just, like, I like that so much that I kind of just want to call him that a lot. Hey, you know, he he has very big Grimace energy. He does have Grimace energy. (laughs) Uh, Did you love when uh, Grimace didn't want to give up his bead because he's saving it for his daughter? 
Yeah, I thought that was really sweet, and I hoped that he would stick to it, but he let Janine, like, goad him into He's it, like, well, and I didn't like, like that. I'm like your island daughter. Shut up, Janine. Nobody's great. Just like how he got goaded into being in that commercial with Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we all take L's grimace. It's true. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about this immunity challenge. The winners get tarps as well as immunity. They have to crawl through a bunch of sticks and collect water and then climb over a teeter-totter, hop over a trellis, roll balls up a ramp. Great stuff, you know? Yeah, this was like every single other challenge they do like this. A challenge where I did not pay attention until the very last part of it, because who cares? I liked the um, rolling the balls up the ramp. That was fun. Yeah, It is kind of fun, but it really is just like it doesn't matter until you get to the end of it. It's just like, oh, they're going through some obstacles, I guess. Well, Thomas, you have to remember rolling balls up a ramp is the great equalizer in this game. (laughs) It's true. Did Jeff say that? Yeah, he did say that. He said that specifically. Uh, Dwight Jeff might as well have not been there today. I, I, I can't recall anything that that Jeff did on that episode. I'm glad you remembered something. Um, huh. Yeah, I think you're right. He didn't have a huge presence this episode. This show was hosted by a ghost this week. Ooh, spooky season. Ghost Island, remember? It's, yes. I still think about how how much they fucked up. <laughs> Production fucked up. By doing Ghost Island in the spring instead of the fall. Yeah, what are you doing? Just save this idea for six months. I like that concept a lot, too. I really liked the, like, going to Ghost Island and there was, like, a haunted thing from a previous bad play that you were trying to redeem. Like, that was a really fun theme. How cool would that have been if it happened during spooky season and not Easter season? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, ooh, he is risen. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. Jesus is like remember remember people being like Jesus is like a zombie if you think about it yeah during like peak everything everyone cares everything about zombies. zombies did you know they're still doing the walking dead it's incredible that that's still going um what could that possibly be about at this point I don't know I don't think the main character is even on it anymore or it might be a season uh excuse me a season what am I trying to say no this is Carol makes a deal with Pamela to wipe the slate clean on behalf of her friends. Aaron, Jerry, Lydia, and Elijah get on the road to Oceanside to fill them in on a plan. Okay. How are they still planning at this point? <laughs> the zombies aren't going anywhere. Uh, Where's T-Dog? What's T-Dog up to? Oh, I think this was the final season, actually. Who the fuck is T-Dog? Okay. T-Dog was in, like, the first season. There were 172 episodes of this. That's so many. Um, I've just been watching like a lot of Law and Order, and there's a lot of episodes of that. But like, yeah, I could I could not do it with The Walking Dead. I feel like it actually you kind of have to pay attention to it a little bit. And Law and Order, you don't really have to. Excuse me. There is The Walking Dead, which was on from 2010 to 2022. Fear the Walking Dead from 2015 to present. The Walking Dead World Beyond 2020 to 21. Tales of the Walking Dead premiered this year. Then there's also The Walking Dead Dead City, Daryl Dixon, and Untitled Rick and Michonne spinoff series. For what? There's so many spinoffs. Why are there this many spinoffs? Who gives a shit? 
Even if you like that show, I feel like you have to know that's too many spinoffs. Starring. No one needs that much content. I Okay, in March 2022, AMC officially greenlit Isle of the Dead, starring Morgan and Cohen as their characters Negan and Maggie, respectively. They are also executive producing Eli Journey, who is serving as showrunner the sixth episode for a season for near next year. Which one of these is the Law and Order trial by jury of Walking Dead spinoffs? That's what I wanted to know. The one that will just end immediately. Where it's like people will be like, nope, don't want that. Uh, they... Then there's Daryl Dixon, which is a show about Daryl and Carol, which is still my That's favorite kind of the couple. Law and order organized crime of uh, of this. Thomas Daryl and Carol could be on Survivor Rhyme Crimes together. When you think about oh, it, that would be great. Uh, and then the Untitled Rick and Michonne spinoff series. Um, in July 2022, it was announced that the films are now being reworked into sixth spinoff series. Which will be a six-episode series with the potential for extra seasons starring Lincoln and Guerrera. Uh, the series will conclude with Rick and Michonne's storyline following the main series' conclusion. Okay. So a lot of these... So it's it, like an epilogue. This is basically like that, that lost epilogue that they had where it's like, yeah, Hurley's in charge of the island now. Yeah, but instead of it being 12 minutes long between two of our, everyone's favorite characters, it's... Um, Six <laughs> spinoffs. Jake, you know what's fun about watching Law and Order? Uh, going back to Law and Order, oh, uh, regardless of which one you watch, every single actor from Lost and The Wire shows up at some point. Let me let me give you this. What do you think about this? Lost and Order. Love it. Uh, Ariel and I just finished the second season of Lost. Uh, love it. Pretty, I love that stuff. She was playing The Sims uh, when the uh, the numbers went down to the hieroglyphics, and I said, "Babe, are you watching?" And she said, "Yeah, I'm watching." <laughs> what did Ariel think about the first episode, aka the best episode of the show, of the whole show, of of the second season, the the second season premiere? Uh, she loved it. Was she like, "Whoa"? She, when she saw that it was, uh, you know, Desmond on the island in the beginning. And that he's in the hatch. Yeah. When he came back in the final episode, she was like, who is that? Oh, is that the guy who was in the hole? <laughs> and I said, yeah. It's Desmond. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Uh, so, yeah. I would, I would, uh, Desmond is one of those characters where I'd be like, how do you not know that's Desmond? <laughs> we all love him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so excited to get into season three here soon. Man, uh, I, I just got excited because Michael, Michael Emerson has played a murderer on both SVU and Criminal Intent. You know, you got to love that. And Lost. And Lost, yeah. And? He, told, he did tell you, uh, I don't know, I guess the I told you not to trust me thing is from Game of Thrones. Doesn't he say something similar where he's like, you shouldn't have trusted me or something? I don't know. Yeah, that seems like something um, Ben would say. Well, I thought about it, and I actually don't want to talk about Ben Linus too much because we did just actually finish season two. Uh, so I don't want to get into too oh. many spoilers. You yeah, know? you don't want to get into too much with Ben Linus because he's still kind of coming up. Yeah. Uh, look, we still know him as Henry Gale. <laughs> Yeah, Henry, excuse me, yeah, Henry Gale. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, similar to Lost is a show called Survivor. Uh, Sammy wins it for Baca. 
Thomas, it's now time for the segment called Sammy, Don't Call Him Zane. Uh, this is, of course, a segment in which we discuss Sammy Zane. It's a confusingly named segment, but, you know, what can you do? That, that's all I have to say about it. Um, Jake, have you ever, speaking of Sammy Zane yeah. and his theme song that I assume is ahead of this segment, mm-hmm. um, have you ever heard the, like, 12-minute mega mix that somebody made that's just Taylor Swift songs over Sammy Zane's theme, and it's, like, four different Taylor Swift songs? I absolutely need to hear that. No, I have not heard that. I'm going, I'm to, going to send to that. that to you. It's very stupid. That's very fun. Um... Speaking of, speaking of new albums that came out, you've had, what do you think about that T Swift album? I uh, and then just bleep out anything here so that no one. If I give any opinion on it, the co- like I will get swatted by fans. I've been um, I've read from Twitter and uh, hearsay. It's not very good, and that is only hearsay. So you can't come after me. Yeah, I I am standing firm in my opinion on every Taylor Swift thing and that I do not care. <laughs> I do not care. I am opting out of this. I, as Taylor once said, I would like to be excluded from this narrative. I, my only, um, the, the only thing I think about with Taylor Swift, although I did hear that song wildest dreams yesterday, that song kind of rules. <laughs> it's really good. Actually. I haven't heard it. I've not heard that song. <laughs> We're just driving around and it came on. I was like, I kind of like this. Uh, maybe because I'm getting basic in my 30s, but, you know, whatever. Um, what, what about Taylor Swift? Oh, when we were in college and she had that song 22, remember? Yes. And we all turned 22. A classic song about being 22. We, we would always play it whenever somebody turned 22. And we were all, what, juniors in college. So everybody was turning 22 like every two weeks. <laughs> so we got to listen to that song a lot. <laughs> Uh, that's fun. College. Yeah. It is nice to not know about someone else, but to be feeling 22. <laughs> exactly. Um, what was I about to say? Um, Taylor Swift. Oh, would you, would you agree that the people who love Taylor Swift are the same people who love to watch drama? They love drama. Yeah, probably. They don't love to be a part of drama, but they love to watch drama. On TNT, yeah, and yeah, TNT, and like maybe they also like to watch uh, the Bloodline and the drama that's happening there. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe they like to watch the Real Love Boat and all the drama that's happening there. Do you know about the Real Love Boat? I know that you're a capitalist and don't watch commercials, but I don't know about the Real Love Boat. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell and his wife. Who's Jerry O'Connell's wife? Google, googling Jerry O'Connell wife. <laughs> Siri, Jerry O'Connell wife, Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, so they're hosting a show called The Real Love Boat. Remember The Love Boat? Yeah, The Love Boat. That's the one. So Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine are hosting The Real Love Boat, in which they have real couples come on The Real Love Boat. And do they all dress like, do they all dress the same way that everyone yeah, I, dressed on uh, The Love Boat? Do they, have the, the bar, do they have the cool bartender in the short shorts? Thomas... I know you're making a joke, but they literally got the guy from the original show 
Oh, that kicks ass. I love that. That guy's cool. <laughs> they got the bartender and the captain from the original show to play their part again. Well, okay, yeah, fuck yeah. They're doing it right then. That's the way to go. <laughs> I have not watched a single episode, but I do think that's very funny. Um, I think they're all... It's one of those shows that everybody does know. It's like, we got 20 single people to uh, fuck on this location, and they have to vote each other out for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's a great concept for a show. Are you the one who did it first and did it better? Um, so Ryan says that he intentionally fucked up the challenge because he wanted to take out Cassidy. Were you buying this? Um, I was buying it because he repeatedly didn't listen to the very obvious advice of not throwing the ball at the other two. Like, I think that was intentional. I think it was just a a dumb move. Like, I think it was just a stupid play. And I think it was backed up by the, the stupid play he did after that, which is my favorite dumb thing that people do where they're like, yeah, you guys should vote me out. Oh my I deserve God. it. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> no one ever means that. Unless someone wants to quit, no one means that. Yeah, and we will get to that in uh, a situation where that happens in our next few off-seasons. The people who know, know. Thomas, you'll find out soon enough. Um, Fessy sends Geo, Janine, and Jesse on the journey. I'll tell you, Thomas, calling this tribe Fessy has become so much more confusing when the challenge is actually on. <laughs> Concurrently (laughs) So I'm like I don't think Fessy was on this show Well that's where you're wrong Yeah Fessy's on both shows now He's like that wrestler who was on WCW and WWE On the same Monday night Who was that? Razor Ramon? Uh yeah Was it? No what were you saying? Sorry There was some wrestler Because remember uh, back in the 90s They were competing Companies and one of them was doing live and one of them was doing tape, but they pretended it was live or something. And so one of the okay. wrestlers showed up on both shows and like broke the spell of one of them being live. No, oh, I don't know about it. the only thing that I can think of with Razor Ramon and Diesel was when they left to go be a part of the NWO. Uh, they for like one episode had a fake diesel and fake razor Ramon. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that were cool. Different people and fake diesel was Glenn Jacobs, AKA Kane. Oh, did I ever tell you what happened with Sami Zayn? Yeah, no, you certainly did not. Um, he is still aligned with the bloodline and Jay Uso is begrudgingly, uh, being friendly to him. That's it. There, oh, there that's wasn't good. a ton. It was, you know, it was it was good character building. One wrestling show. I bet up, that's not going to last. Uh, I bet there will be some sort of misunderstanding. God, I know. I'm so ready for it. I just their next show is in Saudi Arabia. So as a liberal, I'm not going to watch it. Um, no, is Sammy actually going to appear for that? Because he wasn't. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Sammy doesn't go to those. Um, so he, I guess he won't. be Yeah, on I that. hope he doesn't. I hope he stands strong on that. I, I do admire him for refusing to go to those. Yeah. Um, Roman is facing off against Logan Paul <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. <sighs> um, two shows on Monday night. This is a thing. Facts only hardcore fans know about WWE, and that's me. That is you. The no- I've seen it. I've played WWE 2K22 with you. I know what yeah, a hardcore fan you I are. I truly am. The name Raw was derived from a feeling. Okay. Raw only emanated it was, from... It was... If, what feeling was that? Raw. <laughs> um, did you know that Raw only emanated from the Manhattan Center at first? What does that mean? 
I don't know. It only emanated from, as we all know, Raw only emanated from the Manhattan Center at first. That's a great point. The first title change yeah, happened early on. Yeah, everyone knows that. What do you, these are, uh, the Brian Pillman and Stone Cold gun segment almost got the show canceled. Yep, that's an incredible segment. I, I did not know about that. I'm going to have to look that up later. Uh, yeah, it's basically like like Stone Cold is going to break into Brian. He's at Brian Pillman's house. This is when they were still because the original idea for Stone Cold Steve Austin was that he was a serial killer. Oh, that's why it's called Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was like outside of Brian Pillman's house and was going to like come in and kill him and his girlfriend. <laughs> and so Brian Pillman had a gun. <laughs> he was like, see, I got something for you if you break in Stone Cold. And he fucking pulled out like a Beretta. Uh, the Raw after Royal Rumble 2015 was postponed due to snow. This did not... That's not as interesting as not, Brian Pillman having a gun. This did not... Uh, Chucky appeared... This is not... This is not... Okay. Do you know that Brian Pillman was college roommates because he played college football with John Harbaugh? Oh. Uh, coach of the Baltimore Ravens and brother of Jim. Yeah, that's great. Um... Monday Nitro was a show, right? Okay, Monday Nitro. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Monday Nitro and Monday Night Raw went up against each other in the Monday Night Wars. It's so funny that they named it Monday Nitro so that it kind of sounded like Monday Night Raw. It's so fucking smart. It's great. You can just say Monday Night, and it's Monday Nitro. Monday Nitro is a better name than Monday Night Raw also. Well, is Nitro a feeling? Because Raw is a feeling. Yeah, but Nitro is, like, cool. Um, maybe it was Lex Luger. The initial broadcast of Nitro featured the return oh, of Lex Luger to WCW. Luger was, had also, excuse me, Luger had worked for the company from 87 to 92 when it was still affiliated with NWA. Before joining the WWF the following year, WCW's coup of obtaining Luger was significant for several reasons, because Nitro was live at the time, premiering major stars on the show would signal to the fans the amount of excitement the broadcast would contain. Secondly, Luger had just come off a successful run in the WWF and was one of the company's top stars. Okay. I think that's what I was thinking of then. Um, Anyway, remember when Malachi Black showed up in AEW early, early on? I do remember that. That's, remember, that was exciting. Um, it was exciting. Now WWE is the cool one again. Yeah, there's a little bit of an ebb and flow. I kind of like... The, it's kind of in, interesting in like a, a messy bitch who loves drama kind of way to see yeah. what's going on with AEW. It's kind of fun when all the wrestlers hate each other. I am the type of person who loves drama, so I love Taylor Swift and I love wrestling, both kayfabe and real life backstage drama. Did you know there's a, good there's a big anti-CM Punk sentiment in the AEW locker room? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a surprise. I got, the, I, got that, uh, I got that impression based on like everything that happened. Yeah. Uh, so they do the journey, and it's Gio, Janine, and Jesse. They uh, have to run. They have to row out to the sand pit. This was different. I guess that's good. We like different. Yeah, a little variety. Nothing wrong with Spice that. Spice of life. Uh, Gio tells them he was almost voted out, even though his alliance will save him. And then all three risk it. Pretty exciting stuff. I love all three risking it. That's the best possible outcome. Yeah, as it should be. All three should risk it every no time. No one gets anything. Um, well, one person got something. 
voted out. That's right. Over on Fessy, Jesse lost his vote uh, and opens it in front of everybody so they all know. Uh, Janine lost her vote as well on Baca, but over on Coco, Geo tells them he didn't risk his vote. But then he tells Carla that he got the knowledge's power advantage. And you know what? The funny thing is, knowledge is power because Carla then used this knowledge to tell her alliance that I should take Geo out. <laughs> so in a way, the knowledge's power is accurately named. It's true. It it may not be power in your favor. That's the problem. Or it may not be your knowledge right. that is the power. But that's not the name of the advantages. The name is just knowledge is power. It's not that's your right. knowledge is power. With great your knowledge comes great your power. Yeah, it's kind of a monkey's paw deal. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about these wildlife shots? I would love to. Or should I say this wildlife shot? Because there was just one, as far as I could tell. I do like that they're like they're 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 really like making the most of the ones they get. I think yes. they realize that we've all seen everything, so they're like, well, "How about if we have one with like a really cool camera shot and we linger on it for a while?" Uh, yeah, it makes it a lot easier to like recognize what each animal is and get like way more specific such as this week we got a butterfly there was a little butterfly uh flapping its wings on a plant of some sort probably a flower uh it's known as the dwarf crow or small brown crow uh it's a butterfly that can be found in various islands throughout the pacific ocean it's a very dark purple with white spots on the edges of its wings and it has a wingspan of four to eight centimeters and here's the funnest fact, and don't come after me for, oh, funnest isn't a word. You know what I meant, so it actually is a word. Uh, they were assumed to be extinct, but were refound in Singapore in 2002. Isn't that fun? What a relief. Yeah. Uh, so how do you think these guys rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say that they're endangered still. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. They are endangered. Not extinct. So that's good. Yeah, they're 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 coming back. They're making a comeback. They're that's good. Coming back. Um, you know about monarch butterflies? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with they them. They eat. Uh, I'm an anti-royalist when it comes to uh, you know, I I, I don't like monarchy, so I, I don't really care for those butterflies. That's a really funny bit. Um, they eat uh this one specific weed or plant, whatever. Um. It's like milkweed, milkweed right? that's it, yeah. Uh, and there's been a concerted effort here in Chicago, maybe in, maybe in Michigan too, I don't know their exact migrational patterns, but they come through Chicago, they'll come through Chicago, um, so the, a lot of people have been planting milkweed in their like home gardens to attract um, the monarch butterflies, because, you know, they're, they're not doing great either, so we're trying to bring them back. So I want to plant some milkweed in my home, not in my home. That is pretty cool. That's like the opposite of the, have you ever seen, there's that one fly that's like an invasive species where the cities are just like kill them on site. Mm-hmm. If you see them, smush them. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there's, I don't know if it's the same thing or another kind of bug, but it's like, you have to be very specific about how you kill them. Like you have to put it under a cup and then put that cup in the freezer for like 24 hours and slice it in half because it's so... Like, 
determined to survive. That's crazy. Yeah. That's in like roach bed bug territory of just oh like god. unkillable bug. Oh my god. I got so scared a few weeks ago because I saw um some marks on my hip and I was like, oh I think that's what Oh, did you think it was bed I bugs? I thought it was bed bugs because isn't it like there's like a scrape and then there's like three little dots behind the scrape or whatever? Something like that. Not necessarily a scrape. They look more a lot of like, okay, I know this from experience and you don't want it. I can tell you that it was horrible. But um, I know this from experience, uh, especially because you won't know where they came from. Like, that's the really fucked up thing about it is they like you you get one egg on something and it, you know, like it's like your suitcase or something. Mm -hmm. It gets gets carried in and then all of a sudden you're you're infested with them. But uh, a lot of people, it doesn't leave marks. And, um, when it does leave marks, it's not really a scrape necessarily. It just looks more like a little like red pinprick almost like it's Mm. more like a discoloration. It depends on, I think people have different reactions to them, but that's kind of what mine looked like. I, uh, and it was bad. It makes you feel like you're going crazy because you don't like, they only come out when you're asleep. So cool. Uh, like literal monsters. Um, I had been under the assumption that they were like, a series of like three to five little bumps or something. Maybe this is a different book I'm thinking of. Um, but I w- had woken up uh, that night, like in the middle of the night, and it was just my pump. Uh, I I fell asleep on top of it and it like ripped into my skin. <laughs> so the buttons <laughs> like kind of imprinted themselves on my skin because it was there for so long. But for, like, the days after, I was like, was that it? Or was that a bed bug? No, it was very yeah, clearly the good. thing that was abrasive to your skin. Yeah, it's hard to tell, especially early on, it's hard to tell. Like, you just don't see them that much. Yeah. It's. I feel like it's kind of like the, the like, mice thing, too, where, like, if you do see one, that's when you know that you really have a problem because oh it's, like, they normally are pretty good at hiding from you. So We had, when I lived in... Several apartments ago, we had um, our downstairs neighbors had a very big, loud dog. And then they moved out and I was making breakfast one morning and I opened the pantry door and I saw a little mouse staring back at me. And I was so confused. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Why is there a mouse in here? (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit, there's a mouse in here. This is no good. So I quickly like slammed the door shut so I could like, you know, make sure it doesn't go anywhere and I could get a broom or whatever. Uh, But in doing so, the mouse got so scared, it tried to jump out of the door, jump out of the pantry as I was closing the door and just got smushed between the door and the pantry. I was like, well, poor guy, (laughs) I guess that's one way to solve this issue. Yeah. you you made your own mouse trap there. Yeah, it's kind of the same idea. God, mice are fucking disgusting. God, I they I are. hate all rodents. Capybaras are the only rodents I'm okay Capybaras with. Capybaras are good. Mice, I look if they want to be outside, that's fine. Yeah. Like I think they're they're like, you know, they're just trying to get by day to day. I get it. I I always feel very guilty about killing them, but like they they can't stay here. Their their poop is toxic. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, so at Tribal Council, Jeff asks where the momentum is. You don't want the momentum to get on the mice's side. The mice's side? The mouse's side? <sighs> I'm sorry. 
sometimes words just sound weird coming out of my mouth. Uh, Ryan says it's group effort and synergy and that he quite literally dropped the ball. That's funny. That was funny that Ryan said that. That was pretty funny. Um, Ryan pretending around camp was very funny to watch. I'm just being like, ugh, I'm just so frustrated. I guess you guys should vote me off. Yeah, like, who's going to fall for that? No one is buying it. Especially when literally everyone is on to you. <laughs> like, you're not fooling anyone. Also, you might get, like, you might get what you wish for. Um, right. That's the other thing. Uh, Carlos says that, of course, they want an easy vote. Gio says that he's just catching up now because he was away on that journey all day. Rand says he wants to kill him with kindness. You're doing it, buddy. Absolutely. I I don't know. If, I don't know if Ryan was the kindest today, this week. Because he, he did intentionally lose... A challenge to vote somebody out which is not the kindest which is thing such a stupid it's such a stupid thing to do to yeah. like just a lot of compounding dumb moves on his yeah. part frankly i was kind of surprised he didn't get voted off because it seemed like everything was heading that way it was it really did feel like it but i completely understand why they went with geo instead uh cassidy says uh the ways you can trust your allies is uh, after you vote yeah i like cassidy I think Cassidy, in the context of Survivor, is just fine. What does that mean? I think this is a classic instance of, like, a person that would be... The manifesting stuff would bother me if they, if she was in a different context, but it doesn't really come up much here, so it's fine. If you were at a party, uh, a house party, and you saw Cassidy there, and she came up to you and said, what time of the day were you born, would you tell her? I mean, if I'm just at, like, a party, yeah. I mean, I think I would do that for just about anybody. I'll have that conversation. I just will, like, you know. I was... I might just be a little rude about it. I might be, like, jokingly rude about it. That's really fun. I love when people are jokingly rude at parties. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool just thing to, be to like, do. Just to be like, look, I'm happy to talk to you, but also I don't care about this. When, when the host gets some gazpacho out of the fridge, <laughs> you complain that it's too hot. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Lynn, let me explain something to you. <laughs> so last week you had 17 points. I also had the Zach Efron 17 points. Uh, you got a point this week for Noel surviving on the Fessy tribe. I got a point for Jesse surviving on the Fessy tribe. The Jesse tribe. Jesse's on the Fessy tribe. Fessy's on the Jesse tribe. Jesse's on the Fessy tribe. Uh, on the Coco tribe, James survived. Carla survived. So we each got a point for that. I'm surprised James hasn't been a bigger character as of yet. He's in a good spot. He really because is. He, he is. He has only shown up in places where he is playing competently. Mm -hmm. and, and he's not getting. I think the lack of an edit right now for him makes me think he might be going further in the game, which is good because like, I think he's. He's got the tools. He's got it. Yeah. He's got the stuff you need. He's got the king. He's got the queen. He's got the rooks. I think him and Carla seem like they're kind of running things. I was just going to say. For, for that tribe. I feel like we picked the two best people for Coco. <laughs> yes. I think we did for, I mean, uh, granted, like Gabler, I don't think is going to do much post-merge. Sorry. But like, uh, Clark Gabler. <laughs> um, but uh, the, uh, so Grim is himself. Yeah. But um, I, I don't, um, 
I, I don't think he's going to do much post-merge, but he's fine as like a pre-merge guy. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we picked very well across all of the uh, tribes. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah, Grimace survived on Baka. Owen survived on Baka. So we each got a point for that. Uh, so that's all the points I won this week. I got 20 points. Um, Fessy won reward and Baka won immunity. So you got two more points than me. You now have 22, which means as the merge is happening next week, supposedly... You know, you can never trust these next time on advertisements. It does seem like there's a twist. So do you want to maybe wait a week before we pick new people? Because it seems like somebody's getting eliminated pre-merge. Um, the Seeing as how I'm two points behind, I think we should pick a merge person now. Because what if it is a merge and, you know? Okay. If it's a merge, if it's not a merge, we've still got our three people. And we can hang on to them. But if it is a merge... We'll have our person. Then we then we go down to the one person. Yeah. So we're saying it's contingent on it being emerged. Yeah. Okay. So who are you gonna who are you gonna take? Seeing as you're leading in the game now, you have first choice of the thirteen people left or so. Twelve people? I don't this know how tough. many it is. This is a this is a good group. This is a this is a hard one hard decision to make. I I'm gonna go to the I'm going to the Survivor Wiki. Okay. So that I can just make sure I'm not forgetting about anyone. You should just have that tab open, I think, when we're doing this. I really should just always have that open. <laughs> it feels open. like every week uh, we're like, let me check the Survivor Wiki real quick. There's so many people that I'm tempted to take. Like squeeze. Man, Dwife, Dwife sure is still on this. For some reason in my head he got voted off. Nope, still hanging on. Like uh, those He bugs. didn't do anything this episode, which is fine. That's good for him. Yeah. But... Man, there are some choices here. There are some, a lot of good choices, <laughs> which is scarier, which is honestly scarier than there being a lot of bad choices. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really tempted to pick Cody, but I don't know what his post-merge game is going to be. So I think I'm going to pick James. I think I'm going to stick to my guns on this you one. You know what? That that makes a lot of sense because I was going to stick with Carla. <laughs> I just... Man. They they seem. When are they going to split? That is the question, though. Final four. <laughs> Final. We five. might be in a. Uh, we we might be in. Um, oh God! Two seasons ago, the big uh, frenemy alliance. Oh God! Who? Um, give me give me some hints. Who was in it? <laughs> Uh, that's the thing is like, was it a I, new era season or an old season we watched or no, I'm just going to look this up because okay. for some reason I'm forgetting both of their sure. names, but, um, what was their vibe? Were they cool? Were they obnoxious? Were they game bots? Were, did we like them? You know me, I've got a steel um, trap. I think that we didn't like game. them and then we kind of grew to Chris like Noble them more. Uh, from ghost Island, the spookiest season. no. I guess they weren't really uh, friends. It was Shan and oh, Shannon uh, Ricard. Shan and Ricard. Yeah. What a great alliance. Um, yeah, I think Carla and James. I could see that. I think Carla and James. They're both like chiller. Yeah. They're both playing chiller games. They, I, I was going to say, they seem a little more level-headed than the two <laughs> most intense game bots. The, the two very dramatic players. <laughs> the two Swifties on the island uh, that yep. season. Who is going to win reward? I'm going to say, so we're picking individuals for this. Um, yeah, I think that's the best plan. 
Gonna say Gabler is going to win reward. Don't know that man, but um, okay. Um, I am going to pick the Gabe God himself. <laughs> I think it's gonna be Cody. Okay. Um, and what will the reward be? Remember, this is probably a merge, so it may likely be a merge feast. So if you want to guess something at the merge feast. Yeah, I'm going to say that there's going to be uh, champagne. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go a similar route uh, as it is happening on Wednesday and say it's going to be wine. You know, wine Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I love that. Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my Shan friends. There you go. That's really good. Um, That would have been a really good one two seasons ago. Or when we were covering the challenge this last time. <laughs> you know, if she ever comes back, maybe we can use that one. Um, who's going to win immunity? I'll say Cody. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, boy. Who is left? Um, I'll say Cassidy. You know, why not? Okay. Uh, who, Chaos Cassidy. Chaos Cassidy. That's what they're calling her now. Uh, who's getting voted out? I think it's going to be somebody who doesn't get to be on the jury, which is always kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The boss and Rob seat. Oh, I love that. Ah, the greatest man, player this is of tough. all time didn't even make it to the uh, jury. Yeah, the, first time. the greatest of all time, according yeah. to Jeff. Um, I'm going to say Ellie. Wow. What if I would love to see it? Um, I think it's going to be Ryan. Oh, that's that's the last prediction. <laughs> yeah, you you need to also predict who will get voted off. I said Ryan. Oh, you did say Ryan. I did okay. say Ryan. Were you even listening? Ryan Medrano. It's a good name. Very Shakespearean. The last name, at least. Very. Yes. Very. I don't know that Shakespeare yes, had a lot Shakespearean. of not guys named Ryan. <laughs> Maybe in uh, like the uh, era of redoing Shakespeare movies as teen dramas, which is one of my favorite yeah. uh, genres. It's a, very, it's a Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and plus Juliet mm. uh, Shakespeare name. Speaking of Baz, uh, did you see Elvis? No, I have not seen it. I've, the only Elvis that I have seen is clips. So I've seen the I've seen the He's White clip, obviously. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, I've seen the clip of his grandma throwing him a football. <laughs> I've seen some of the montages of like him and his crew or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's like it. Um, so we watch. Oh, and, and I've seen. Sorry, excuse mm-hmm. me. I've also seen Tom Hanks saying Sandy Claus. <laughs> <laughs> it is the wildest Tom Cruise part I've ever seen. And that includes Polar Express. Yeah, it's even wilder because it's it's a Tom Hanks part. Um, we watched it. Tom Cruise in that role would be incredible. Oh my god! Okay, big big week of movies for me. Why this is he week, sprinting Thomas. at Elvis? Let me tell you the movies I watched this week. Eyes Wide Shut, first time ever. Great shit. Fucking phenomenal movie. Um, the one we just mentioned, Elvis, and uh, what did you think of Elvis? You didn't say what you thought. Just give me a minute, because I have to tell you, I also watched for the first time last night, Beetlegeist. 
the uh, Beetlejuice movie. You watched Beetlejuice? The Beetlejuice, the movie. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's very good. It's, it's a good very movie. Good. Michael Keaton, good yeah, actor. I, I thought it was going to be, you know, kind of dated. Um, no, dude, it's, it's legit. It's so much fun. That's though. like, that and Ed Wood are like the two yeah. Tim Burton films that like, oh, and uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure yeah. that really hold yeah. up. Um, with Elvis, uh, I didn't care for it. Um, Boz Lerman is not my kind of director. I don't care for his style. <laughs> That's why I haven't much. watched it. Uh, I've never enjoyed a Boz Lerman film, so I will not be watching that. Ariel realized while watching Elvis, Boz Lerman is her favorite director. <laughs> oh, so Ariel was, was very pro Elvis. Yeah, she loved it. She literally watched it the following day again. <sighs> I couldn't be me. I was like, I'll say I'm that. so could, glad. Could not be me. I'm so glad you found a movie you enjoy. Could watch this three-hour movie again. She looked him up while we were watching. It's just like hit after hit. Moulin Rouge hit. His other movies. Hit. Does Ariel like Australia? Is she like the one person that liked uh, Australia? Yeah, she's the one person who saw Australia. Uh, no, we haven't. I don't think she has seen that movie. But we should watch. Honestly. That one. It stands to reason that she would like it. I don't know that you should because you don't like Baz Luhrmann and that movie is, I think, even longer than Elvis. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about Elvis that I really didn't care for. They just they brushed over the fact that he died on the toilet. Yeah, there should be like 30 minutes of that movie should be about that. <laughs> like, it's the most perfect ending to, to a rock star's life. It's so funny and cinematic and just throw it in there. Instead, they just like fade into a newspaper clipping it's like elvis dead elvis dead while she Elvis dead at 42 oh my god think about it what if elvis was on survivor Crazy. 42 it would be something wouldn't it uh what did you think of the like austin butler or whatever people say is really good in that the awesome butler Austin Butler, oh. I believe, is the guy that plays Elvis. <laughs> I was like, I do not remember an awesome Butler. What do you think about that cool Butler in that movie? Um, yeah, I thought it was cool how Elvis was actually Batman. Uh, didn't expect to see that, but, you know, I'm here for it. Um, no, he's really good. He's genuinely really good. Apparently, he... Yeah, everyone, even the people that didn't like the movie seemed to think he was very he, good. He um, was so in it. Like, he practiced the accent so much for, like, two years while making this film that he still has not lost the accent. <laughs> That's pretty it's great. Like that's, that's commitment. That's so great. And it's, that's the, well, the kind of dumb actor shit that I love. Yeah. Um, it's better than Leo's like, I slept in a real bear or whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, that's trying. Like, there's a level of like dumb trying hard that is endearing. And then anything past that is not yeah. endearing. Um, speaking of people who like to try hard, Thomas, did you watch the challenge Rider Dies last night? Nope. <laughs> I'm not watching. I mean, like, I'm I'm sort of like on the fence about watching ever, and I'm definitely not watching a season that has Johnny Bananas on it. It's not going to happen. Okay. Well, they did a challenge where each partner had to climb up onto separate storage containers and then jump onto a platform and balance it on uh, without falling into the water below. Uh, most teams were quite bad and fell into the water. Uh, at which point they play Sugar We're Going Down Swinging by Fall Out Boy. Very clever. That's pretty fun. Were there a lot of shots of TJ laughing? Oh, 100%. See, th- it's good. It's a good show. <laughs> I do like it whenever TJ, you can tell when like he was the one that really lobbied for a challenge because it's always once where 
It's it. I think TJ is like Vince McMahon, where like the funniest thing in the world to him is is basically the equivalent of somebody being pushed into a pool. Yeah, he's also got a weird cuckolding fetish <laughs> that he likes to broadcast yeah, on television. Exactly. There, I hopefully he is not like Vince McMahon in any other way, yeah. but in that way, I think he just really likes it when people fall unexpectedly. I mean, it's great shit. It's really funny, uh, and never is it concerning. <laughs> At no point has anybody's skin ever turned green because they hit a car and fell into the water bad. Nope. Uh, also, they played Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero. Great stuff. Death Cat for Cuties, I Will Follow You Into the Dark. And a song by Kay Flay called Blood in the Cut. Have you heard that song? I have not. Why would they play I Will, Fo- I will Follow You Into the Dark? Is like, was there some sort of like tender moment happening because like that's um not the the music i expect well, there was there. actually a cameo by the miz he showed up for the challenge and then um as he was walking away you saw dexter loomis in the background following him oh into the into dark, the dark. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of literal uh i saw they death cab played that for uh their encore when i saw them back in july and uh that song's fucking lame <laughs> the rest of the show is really good i just think that song sucks <laughs> Well, you'll be happy to hear, Thomas. Banani won the challenge. Aren't you happy to see that Nani is on a team that might actually win the whole thing? I mean... Yeah, it would be nice. You know, I say this every season. I'm like, oh, Nani could actually win this one. And she never pulls it out. Yep, and yet it never happens, just like Corey. Yeah, well, Corey's got kids, you know. Turbo was rude to everyone, so he and his partner were sent into elimination, which was very dramatic because, you know, Nani brought Turbo into the show in War of the Worlds. They were partners initially, remember? Good season. Uh, Jay and Michelle were also nominated, but were saved by the sword pull. They saved Johnny and Raven, which was a big deal because Jay's been trying to be quiet about playing with the rookies. But everyone knows now. So Turbo and Tamara had to go up against Horacio and Olivia in a memory puzzle. And guess what? Turbo's team lost. Excuse me, the Turbo team lost. The Turbo team. So Turbo now has on his challenge record books um, one championship, one disqualification, and one elimination loss. (laughs) Oh, so he has actually been eliminated. He has now officially for the first been eliminated time. for the first time in three seasons. Yeah. Um, so that's the challenge you're going to watch next week. Uh, probably not, but who knows? What about um, the show Blues Clues? Do you like that show? Bro, you know I'm always watching Blues Clues. That's great, because this is uh, the focus of the next segment called Probes Pros. I don't know why they called it Blues Clues, but we will find out. And what a great first prompt. Thomas, will you give me something alive and make it plural, baby? Um, Cats. Mm-hmm. And an adjective? Annoying. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my cat Francis. I'm, I'm thinking about a certain cat. Yeah. Thomas had a great time with Francis here last weekend. Do you want to talk? Oh, I love Francis. She's the best cat of all time. I love to watch her walk down our long hallway and her skinny little butt wiggles back and forth as she walks. It's so funny. Uh, Thomas, can you give me a type of food, plural? Um, Ribs. Mm, love it. I love our good ribs. Uh, plural noun. Sounds pretty good. 
Also, good Lord song. Remember Lord? Yeah, melodrama. Yeah. Not just for people that like Taylor Swift, also for people that like Lord. <laughs> um. Okay, you said plural uh, noun. That's right. Um, golf carts. Ooh. Speaking of Camilla, did you know? Was there a thing that happened with a golf cart with her? Yeah, I don't remember. so she wasn't actually canceled from the challenge for um, being super racist to Leroy, like they want us to believe. It was actually because she um, stole a golf cart on one of their little summer spinoff shows and uh, ran down a PA or something. Oh, well, that's pretty bad, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, verb ending in ing. Mm. Um, driving. Like you do with a golf cart. And a verb, please, does not need to end in ing. Okay. Um. Uh, leap. Mm. Like the lords. Ten of them. Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, Only two adjectives right in a row. Fake and... Hmm. Round. That's a great choice. Uh, Plural noun, please. Toys. Boys? Toys. Toys. That makes a lot more sense. I definitely thought you said boys, and I was very confused. Verb in the past tense. Uh, Murdered. (laughs) Good stuff. And an adverb to round it out. To round it out. Um... Coldly. Coldly. Okay. I had a dream that somebody left us a five-star review and said, please stop doing the Mad Libs segment. I would, if anyone tells us to stop, I will never stop. (laughs) The way to guarantee that this segment never ends is to ever demand that we stop doing it. Eating seafood and cats can get annoying very fast. If you're lucky, the host will have a special stash of more interesting food lined up for you like rice or ribs, and it's always good to have some backup golf carts in case you run out of food or have a bad driving fish. What's that mean? <laughs> I, hate when I, have, I hate when I have a bad driving fish. <laughs> However, you've got to leap if you want to find this fake feast. Okay. Uh, a box of round food is your tribe's is in your tribe's camp, but to get to the contents, you have to win challenges and earn toys. Once you have enough toys, open the box and you enjoy delicious food you've murdered so hard for. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> Save some for later, even though you'll be tempted to eat it all coldly. The fruits of our labor are sweet. That was called Blue's Clues. I, I feel like they should have given me one more adjective at the yeah. end for instead of I sweet. I was thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> you could have said, like, stinky. Stinky. That's two. <laughs> I think you should leave references in one episode. You are welcome. Uh, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom, not Tom. 
Uh, if you want to follow the show, it's at DYWSLM. We're talking all things Survivor, the challenge, the real love boat, even. We're also on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. If you want to up our follower count, a few shows on Patreon. You can follow at patreon.com slash just podcast. Thomas, what's um what's one you want to shout out? I don't think we've talked about Just Justin in a while, hmm. so I feel like we should probably talk about Just Justin. That's true. Just Justin, a great show about Justin Timberlake, everyone's favorite man. Mm. We're talking about his solo albums. We're talking about the movies that he's been mm-hmm. in. We're talking about basically just that. Yeah, like all the cool, like good stuff. Uh, that he's done because like there's nothing bad that he's ever done or like cancelable. I'm sure, right? I, I think that there was one time on Twitter that he was kind of condescending uh, about a thing that he didn't know anything about, but that's bad. Yeah, it. that's pro- that's pretty bad though. Oh, you can't be rude I on mean, Twitter in the grand anymore. Scheme, there's been so many real things for people to get canceled for, though. I feel like that's more just like, eh, I don't know if I like him that much. I can you believe that James Corden is getting canceled just for being rude to servers? Like we all do that <laughs> for being. This is the thing with him is like, this is just like whatever that story was is the straw that broke the camel's back because like everyone knew that he was like, this isn't even like an Ellen thing where it took a while for it to get out. It's like, this is like if the Ellen thing was common knowledge for the entire time that she had her show. I'm so glad that he announced he's retiring from the late, late show, uh, right before this. <laughs> and then, like yeah. the audience was like, oh, okay. He knows when he's fucking worn out as welcome. That's why he came to the U.S., yeah. because people in the U.K. did not want to fucking deal with him anymore. Yeah. Uh, good for America for finally realizing their mistake and allowing this immigrant into our home. It would be really funny if James Corden got deported. <laughs> who was that rapper who got deported a few years ago for being British or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was what, did Twenty One Savage yeah, get that to was deported? Savage, Is that yeah. who it was? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Thank you for listening to this show. We couldn't do it without you. We could, of course, we would do this even if we had zero listeners. But we don't. We have more than that, and like a lot more even. Um, Thomas, what should people write if they want to review this show on Apple Podcasts? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt and will not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify rap. Um, and if you want to, should we should we post a poll on twitter.com slash DYWSLN that says, what's your favorite recurring segment? Um, Challenge Chunk, Music Minute, Wildlife Shot. Who am I kidding? Wildlife Shots would win. Tom's IMDb corner. The, the Mad Libs. The Mad Libs. Oh, you like the Mad Libs. We love, do you love the Mad Libs or hate the Mad Libs? Yes or no? Um, we got to incorporate the polls more. Um, p- people love to vote in polls. Maybe I'll start doing that. Um, to, yeah, to that's draw people more love engaging more listeners. Uh, not that we need anymore, of course, because we have all I of love them. to engage with content. I do, too. I'll, people love voting. I'll, I'll vote in any poll I see on Twitter. It's so easy, and also you want to know how everyone else Yes, voted. that's the big thing. I don't love when people say show results. I don't love when they give that option, because if it's important to me, I should vote in it. And if I don't know what it's about, you know, it's not for me. And if I want to know more about it, I can research it. I have Google.com. I have Quora. I have Ask Jeeves probably still. 
Folks, we love it. We love Dogpile. We love... Um, Duck, Duck, Go. Duck, yeah. Uh, Alta Vista. We, we love all we, of them. We love Alta Vista of them. Yahoo. Remember when people used Yahoo as a Yahoo. search engine? Yeah, I still remember that. I still remember the their little thing. Uh, MSN. That was before Bing. MSNBC. Remember when they... Uh, Joined forces with NBC and made MSNBC. It is really funny that that's where that came Isn't from. It was it the original idea that they were going to cover more like tech stuff? I don't know what. I guess so. I don't know. I think they were like, we're with it on the internet. Is MSN. What does the C in CNBC stand for? Because that's the business one, but what does the C stand uh, for? Corporation? National Broadcasting Company. So it's probably company. Or is it corporation? NBC. Like corporate, corporate NBC. Yeah, corporate NBC. I guess. Um, MSN. MSN is still doing tweets. So I guess it does. It's a brand that still exists. Does the MSN Messenger still exist? Yeah, probably. They're based in Redmond, I'm Washington. I'm getting Consumer News and Business Channel is what CNBC stands for. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's great news. Well, speaking of great things, Thomas, um, have a great summer. Deuces. I think it got boring when we started just looking up old, old, uh, old search engines. I would love that. I would love that. I would love looking up acronyms for news channels. Yeah, it's good. It's good content. It's the kind of content that people come to this podcast yeah, absolutely. for. Absolutely. You can only get it here <laughs> at the only survival podcast. <laughs> the only survival <laughs> podcast to look up MSN. The only survivor and CNBC podcast. <laughs> Answer your phone. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Is your dishwasher coming? No. Um, 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 no, you didn't plan for that answer, did you? No, I didn't, because that's how the joke goes.
smarten up probes. <laughs>